0: Hey okay, guys, let's play a little hockey, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome, one and all, to the very last, the last one forever and ever Ever and ever, the first—I fi- don't know what word that was—the first final farewell broadcast. <laughs> that was for Kelly. Oh, obey the puck. Um, Dan Chico Paul Baker, Kelly Levy. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, first final farewell thats what Phil Collins called his first farewell tour. It was the finally the first final farewell tour because he knew he he knew the joke. So I'm very proud that he was like yeah. But yes, this is the... Let's talk for a minute before we get the hockey discussion. Um, A little brainstorming by me uh, driving around today, and I was like, I have ideas. And funny enough, everybody else who was on the show was also thinking the same thing, that it's the season finale, we'll make it the series finale. This is it, the last one forever and ever of Obey the Puck. Um... Yeah, Kelly. Kelly. We're it on a cliffhanger, though. Are we? <laughs> Someone's going to die. <laughs> Somebody in this room is going to die tonight. Who? Who
2: shot did, Dan?
0: Who shot Dan? Yeah, just pal. Roscoe. Roscoe did it. <laughs> it was Roscoe. It's like I the Simpsons, it yeah. <laughs> but uh, looks uh, at title. Oh, Dax, we're going to explain that right now. What's up, Dax? Welcome to the room. Thank you for coming. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, obey the puck is over. Um, Kelly, we'll get into your end of it and Paul's end of it and my end of it. But uh, well, my end of it is as you've been hearing it for the last couple of weeks. Is I'm really tired of giving the NHL the time of fucking day. <laughs> there you go. There's the beginning of it. Uh, and I will still obsess over hockey. I, you know, I've got a Flyers jersey behind me. Uh, I, I, as much as I want to not support them, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm still going to obsess over hockey. I don't know how much time of day or money I'm ever going to give the NHL again for a while. We'll discuss more of that later, but it just wasn't a priority anymore. It just wasn't. We were all tired of this. There's other stuff going on in the world. There's other stuff going around in the world of sports that, you know, it's not a thing we feel we need to convene every two weeks for anymore. Um, so I was having ideas which will uh, flesh their way out as Stadium Journey kind of expands. Technically, it will expand to the fans, not to us. We will not be putting more work in. But when there's a hockey hot topic, Kelly will come on when she feels she needs to or wants to add something. Um, I need to follow Paul again on my new account, but I forgot his at it. Paul, where's your uh, Twitter? Where can people follow you on Twitter? Follow me? Yes. P- Puckman R-I. Oh, I thought you froze. Yeah, yes, I was talking I to I did Puckman. I did freeze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, uh, you can follow him at Puckman R I. Um don't make it dirty. Don't make it dirty unless you mean to. And there Hey, no, no. Don't they no, gotta, I'm kidding. Don't make it dirty. I that one through Pam. Okay. Yeah, he's married. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> Ladies, uh, I'm married.
0: Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> wow. I'm leaving, don't let her hear this. Um, Gentlemen, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Boys, girls, sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, when there's... A, my idea going forward is to kind of expand a little bit on the stadium journey name. Uh, still have interviews. And there's still... We're going to talk about this off air. Decide what we're going to do, the the rest of the lads. Um, but um, not focus so much on hockey since... I'm genuinely disgusted with the NHL as a whole. I'm just, I'm good. I'll still tweet like mad about things that make me angry. I'll pull back a little bit. I actually, Paul, I thought of you today. I was about to tweet something about Tennessee. I did, I, I was about to tweet something about Tennessee about uh, regarding uh, vaccinations. And I was like, nah, that's too much. <laughs> Delete it. I pulled it back. It's like Paul was saying that sometimes he looks at cringes. So I was like, that would be cringy keep that one on my shelf <laughs> so i deleted it. um callie i'll go to you first um you've been kind of disinterested in not in the podca- podcast itself but coming on to the podcast to discuss something you don't care about as much anymore
2: yeah um i just in general i'm that way i don't feel the need to talk about a lot of stuff um when we when we started the podcast, how long ago was it? Eight, Eight years. years. Ago so? Yeah. Um, I was that's probably the height of my hockey fandom. So I mean, we would have those kind of discussions in the living room all the time. So it was like, well, might as well record it and, <laughs> and and put it out there. Um, but uh yeah, my interest has kind of waned in in hockey, definitely in the NHL. Um I still love I still love minor league hockey. Um I really miss being able to go to no. games um, a lot. That's a for me. That's a huge part of minor league hockey. AHL um, TV was a is is great. Um, I support it wholeheartedly, and I really do enjoy it. Um, but there's nothing like going to the arena and, and catching a game with the fans and everything, eating good food, hopefully, and you know all that all that good stuff. So I'll still be in, invested in, in minor league hockey, and that's really where my interest lies. But Every two weeks or so, talking about the NHL. Just I, I don't care very much anymore. Now I, I still keep up with it, but yeah, eh, I don't have a lot to say about it. I feel, I, I feel, it's, I've been pretty repetitive for a while.
0: Well, when there is something to talk about, I hope you will come on and fill the role that you always have as the. We were one of the first podcasts to have a woman talk about hockey. We were, period. Uh, it never became very popular, but. It was pretty early on, so I'm very proud of that. But please come on any time, the Stadium Journey, when you feel like you have something to say. You'll be our guest. You'll be on the marquee.
1: Oh,
2: that's cool.
0: Your yeah. name up in lights.
2: If if I'm invited, I will I will show up.
0: <laughs> You'll be invited. I don't know if they know this, so I'm the one that produces that damn show. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, i I'm do, not kidding, I do travel.
2: Right? Well, I mean, I haven't, obviously. Fruit. Last year and a half now, but um, I do like to go uh, to other sports and stuff like that too. And I do I like venues and and as we've discussed a lot, um, I love logos and and design and you know uniforms and that kind of stuff. So the, that kind of stuff still interests me, and not just hockey stuff, although that seems to be my primary focus. But I'm I'm intrigued
0: occasionally by
2: some uh, some crazy stuff that happens uh, in other sports and leagues. So that's always. To me, that's interesting stuff to discuss. I
0: can promise you that I know that there will be plenty of logo and jersey discussions coming up on Stadium oh, yeah. Journey. Yeah, we got
1: the football team coming up, we got the uh <laughs> Cleveland Indians rebranding coming up. Absolutely.
0: I, I would I will insist that you come on if you want to to discuss that, being that your degree is in graphic design. <laughs> so, is, um...
2: Is that what that is? Yes. Is Washington finally going to have a team name? Is
0: that what they, they
1: announced? Not this year, next year. Yes. Oh. And they, and
0: they announced definitely they're not going to be the Warriors.
1: Right. Because of
0: the native American connection with that. No, oh, okay. even,
1: though, even though that name itself is not.
0: I was going to say, although negative. I, I was going to say that that would be almost a one eighty kind of like we were called something crappy for so long. Let's be well, something, you know, yeah, it, it, I mean warriors
2: doesn't have to be related to Native American or First Right, anybody can be a warrior. Yeah, there there's lots of different connotations that could be I, there.
0: <laughs> I saw as much as I was on the Red hel- the Red Tail or the Red Hawks, whatever the Yeah, it was the Washington Red Hawks where it was a bird. The Red Tails with the plane, the, the fighter jets, the fighter planes from World War 2 and the, the airmen. I want that so badly for them. <laughs> That's so awesome.
1: <laughs> that
2: would yeah. be so awesome. I wasn't sure there's been a lot of talk um, about football recently, but I mean, it it's always like that in D.C. At, as we head towards like August, I mean, D.C. has always been a football town. So yeah. I wasn't sure if that was actually related to something that was going to happen with the team name and logo or if it was just the general. Hey, it's almost like it's two months to football.
0: <laughs> no, no. it's a Well, the other one was, this, did I see this right? We'll get back on hockey in a second. That uh, the Indian just the tease Stadium Journey, which is where you will all be going when you want to follow our discussions about hockey going further and designs and nerdy stuff like that. That they are going to go with the Cleveland Guardians.
1: Oh, I haven't heard anything like
0: that. I saw. I saw something. I'll send you a link later. Guardians. Yeah. Guard-
1: I, I, I like, I like I, spiders
0: myself. I I loved the spiders. It's so like. Not with baseball tradition that I like. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like from spiders. Their past. And right. it's from their past, yeah. It is absolutely from their past and it is traditional technically.
2: that's a pretty rare uh mascot too. Yes. I can yeah. think of two and one hasn't existed for 30 something years. So. Well, and my uh,
1: my fantasy all my fantasy teams are called the barking spiders. <laughs> barking spiders. Why? You know what a barking spider is, right? No, I don't
0: know. It's quatrains. I didn't know that. <laughs> God
2: damn great. It.
1: That's,
0: great. I'm going to overuse that great. now. Now you know. he has
2: something else to
0: bring <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That's right. a barking spider? Yeah. So I want to thank Darren for thanking us. Uh, fourth line voice uh, was very gracious. Um, Cause this was all, this is all today. This was not planned a week ago. This was all, it's all happened today. Um, this is, it was almost like a radio station shutting down. Only uh, we're all like amicable. <laughs> and those are never amicable ever. Um, eight years, almost 25 or more episodes a year. I don't have anything else to prove. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'm very proud of the connections we made, like I said, with Fourth Line Voice and Five for Fighting. And those guys do great podcasts, keeping on the name of the guys that were the fighters in the leagues, guys that you don't hear about anymore, and the guys that you never heard about and gives them a story, gives them a platform. I, I you know, We don't always see eye to eye on modern hockey, and we never will. But I appreciate the work they do. And I'm glad we made that connection. I'm still waiting to star in that celebrity boxing match in Canada. Which ha- I guess will happen. I'm not really sure. Don't hit me on my left side. My nerves are still shot. But um, the the discussions will go on when a design or, uh, uh, you know, logo thing, jersey thing happens on stadium journey. Kelly will be on. I know that. That is an open door and hockey episodes. We've done them before. I'm sure we'll do them again. And of course, Kelly will hopefully be there if she has something to say as well. Uh, But the main reason obey the puck is stopping also because and Paul will share his thoughts in a second is because Kelly was not. This started because of Kelly and I. And if Kelly wasn't going to be involved, like she left and came back. And I and and personal lives aside, works real tough. It's just something else that it's just it was time. It was time to disband the show. Um, so yeah. But Paul, you, you, I messaged you today. I said I was worried. I was like, I never consulted him. Paul, don't take it personal. Paul was like, No, I was actually going to talk to you about that today anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But Paul, your thoughts on uh, obey the puck and the end.
1: Geez, first of all, just thanks for bringing me aboard. I wasn't here from day one, but it, it sure feels like it. Uh, yeah, I came in, what, for a guest appearance one time to talk about, I don't
0: even remember what now. And That's how
2: we sucker people in. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and then I never left. <laughs> I was yeah. Hey, Paul, you uh, want to come back on next week? Sure. You want to come back on in general? Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. But, yeah, like you said, Dan, uh, you know, we, we tried to do the show without Kelly for a little while wasn't the same. I it like just,
0: you, but I don't like you that much. Yeah, and lately it just
1: got that feeling like it, and as you guys both put it very well, when you're just not into the topic you're talking about, let's, let's not uh, expel a whole lot of energy and time on this. Let's move on to projects.
0: Yeah, and, and that again, I want to reiterate some life of away the Puck will go on because we will be together again discussing hockey and now we can expand that to Kelly coming on to talk about other sports logos and other sports and especially football ones. So she could just come on and say, I hate these football jerseys and then leave. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> football jerseys suck. Goodbye. <laughs> what, do you,
1: what do you think? I don't know. Some, like of, the, some of the most fun at episodes we've had is when we talked about all the jerseys or all yeah, the logos and stuff. So, I, and yeah, I want to, I, I want to <laughs>
0: elaborate on that. Instead of doing one in one hour where we try to fit as much in, if we don't have a topic, hey, Kelly, you want to do an episode about the West Coast jerseys of all leagues? Sure. Come on in. Let's do it. And, you know, Mark and Dave know that stuff.
2: Bakersfield fog.
0: The Bakersfield <laughs> fog is amazing. I...
2: Angry fog.
1: Wasn't it? Yeah, was it was like a weird cloud with a face. And How does a cloud hold a hockey stick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dax just said, it always baffles me how the Sabres and the Bills are two de- vastly different teams with the same ownership. One's an effing disaster, and the other is a top team in the NFL. But to be fair, now they're a top team in the NFL. For a couple years, you- for a long time there, they're we're both kind of just- dumpster
1: fire. Paul.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly, Paul. They're- they were both kind of two dumpster fires kind of burning at the same time. Uh, except for like the late 80s, early 90s, and then the late 90s. Um, and they had one fire extinguisher. Which one? Which one? Uh, that Bills. One.
1: Bills. That one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's, how can the pagulas make such good hires on one side, yet everything they want to touch with the Sabres die? I was telling you. Wow. <clears throat> I'm 12. Uh, I was telling you on the NHL broadcast, is, uh, it's very comparable to the Flyers organization. I think that the it's the inner workings. The, it just, you got to break that cycle. I mean, we can touch upon this in a second. Uh, Pierre Maguire just got hired by, who did he get? By the Senators. We'll talk about that in a second. Tax, stay on board. I actually have a, I have a point to go. But to end this part of the discussion, the end of, of Obey the Puck, we will be back on Stadium Journey to discuss hockey. Um, I will keep the Twitter account and the Facebook account live for those occasions. So follow the account. On Obey Puck Show on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Obey the Puck. And there will be, there's actually one more video coming out after this one. And it is the highlights I've collected this eighth season. So there'll be this episode this week. And next week, there'll be a highlight video, which has one of my favorite lines Kelly has ever said in life. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to tease everybody. You wanted a cliffhanger? There's your cliffhanger. One of the best lines. It's real quick. Boom. I'll tell you guys off the air. But everybody else is going to have to tune in next week to see it. With that being said, let's talk about Pierre Maguire for a second. Uh, Dax, since this is the last episode, if you got questions, I will field you those questions. You, you stay on here. Hang in there with us. And at the end of the episode, I will throw it to you and you can ask us the question. He says he has questions for all three of us.
1: Did you hear that he's already uh, kind of turning the front office in Ottawa Sour with some Je- of his requests
0: I couldn't imagine why he was so successful before when he was in the office when he worked for the Hartford Whalers I'm sure it'll be fine the incestuous cycle of hiring the same friggin people in hockey is fine Kelly right
2: oh yeah <laughs> it work out good <laughs>
0: Is it, Paul, you're usually the angel of my shoulder, and Kelly's kind of devil. Like, yeah, Pierre McGuire sucks ass, and you're usually you're usually the angel. Am I crazy for laughing at this?
1: Can, can you please put that in the highlight reel? Because my wife would never, never in a million years believe that statement. Yeah, the angel. <laughs> um, No, I, I he's he so out of touch. Well, I don't want to say he's out of touch because he is connected. But how long ago did he run the Whalers? Was that the nineties?
0: Ninety three, ninety four. 94? Yeah, yeah like, and he didn't exactly
1: do well there. And already he said he wants his office to be in the middle. He wants a glass office right in the middle of the whole working so he can see what's going on in the environment. And everybody's already kind of like. You
0: know, there's a, there's a certain investigation going on in the NHL right now. And I think we should point the direction somewhere else. That's just That's just creepy to me. You don't need to see everything. Hey, we'll see how that happens. It's not like the Senators were successful recently to for them to go. Hey, Pierre, sure, but here's the good news: he won't be working at ESPN or TNT. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm happy, happy that he's going to keep Ottawa down at the bottom because that means that you know they're in the Bruins division, so that keeps two teams down near the bottom for the foreseeable future. So we got a couple of easy wins in there every year. Now yeah, there you go. There you so go. now it's just now it's just what five teams fighting for the four playoff spots.
0: You're not wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, the big uh, but the big story on obey the puck tonight. Uh, we have a repeat. The two-time Stanley Cup champion in a row. I mean, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I I mean, are, is any of us surprised? I had a sh- Part of a little tiny part of me was like, Maybe Montreal can win too. Kelly was like, No, and I was like, One, she's like, Not really. Maybe and they got the one, but and the la- <laughs> you know, what sucks is that last game was actually close. Like, I know Montreal didn't score, but it wasn't like the Lightning just handed their asses to them to go to the cup, it was a nail biter. Oh, that there. was game one. <laughs> Yeah, game one, though, most would say that that series was over. But, yeah, we have repeat, repeating cup champions. A lot of people are blaming the Lightning, and I'm blaming the league for allowing the system to run like it did for them to do what they did. On the rules. Yep.
2: Yeah. Every, every team that's won has done some kind of finagling with money and stuff. It's. <laughs> You're just mad. It's not your team, and they didn't right. figure it out, or and or it didn't work out for your team the way it did uh, with Tampa. Uh, no, Tampa's a great team. That's a stacked, well-run team. Like everyone pitches in, which I, in past what ten years, very much so. I all of NHL. But like you can three sure, like,
0: guys. They're still deep. The
2: secondary and. Third dairy scoring. <laughs>
0: Third dairy. I mean,
2: you know, Braden Point dips, turns into Gretzky in the playoffs every year. Yeah, and it's like, every year. What, what <laughs> in the world? But um, I mean, th- that's just that's a fantastic team. Um, you know, whatever you your complaints about the cap is or whatever, it, I don't even think if you take who was it Kucherov and I don't know who the other player was who
0: was part what?
2: of the shenanigans. Take them out. They're still beating Montreal. Yeah. Maybe it goes six games, but it that Montreal wouldn't beat that team. <laughs> and I I I wanted to be wrong about that. I, I thought it would have been great if Montreal won. That's a that's a, a fantastic kind of hockey story, but now Tampa Bay is good. I was thinking about it today. Um and I was happy um for, for Tampa kind of in the way that uh John Cooper, their coach not a traditional hockey guy. He's not from the pedigree of he he's he's pretty much an outsider in, in, in the hockey world. Um and he has been successful at every level he has coached at. That's he's just he's a smart guy who has figured out <laughs> the weird world of of uh professional hockey coaching apparently because I mean look at the look at his, his history. It's pretty amazing.
1: You want a Calder Cup?
2: Yeah. Before yeah, he, that? What did he, he, uh, he was the coach of the team that won, what, 30 straight games?
0: Yeah. <laughs> F them and their happiness. <laughs> uh, I'm not bitter. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: that's, who's,
2: that's my speaking take Speaking of on happiness,
1: it? I think we got our new uh, two thousand and eight uh, 2018 Ovechkin,
2: right? Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Was the, c- that was of, Kucherov, right? Yeah, Kucherov. Did did speaking of celebrations, did anybody see what happened to the cup? Yeah, that was a nice dent they put in it. Dent. It's <laughs> folded. It folded <laughs> like paper. The bowl was to it. the bowl was like somebody had sex with it. That's the only. <laughs> that's Ew. the only thing I can think of because the bowl is shaped like this. It was like that awesome dax thank you uh wow he's throwing three questions to each of us each yeah uh because he's got two for paul already ready to go i hope paul he's drilling you i hope you're ready to go these are paragraphs bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're I, all, I was they're all
2: i was happy to see Kucherov go off i so it's, funny. it's a common it's a common complaint um that, you know, hockey players are really boring. And when they're not boring, everyone gets all fussy about it. Like, what
0: what do you people want? It happened with that. Somebody, there were people having a discussion about I hope he gets nailed the first game he plays. I'm like, what was wrong with that? (laughs) I'm very happy we won the Stanley Cup. We played a good game. I'm so drunk right now. Like, what did you want? (laughs) He was drunk? Couldn't
1: connect with us, guys.
0: The last year we could debate their station in life. These are professional athletes getting paid a lot of money versus me sitting at home. Well, not sitting at home, but doing what he can in his career to make money, put food on the table, Kelly, you too, Paul, you as well. It's been a long year for everybody. (laughs) And this dude just won, in my opinion, the best trophy, the greatest trophy in sports. Did you want him subdued and sober? Probably after working his ass off to do his
1: rehabilitation and get back to be able to play.
2: Yeah.
0: So, no, I, I have no problem with anything he said. I have no problem that he was shirtless and I don't care that the bowl was bent. <laughs> I don't care. That's just me. Um, yes. Uh, so, hey, congratulations. Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a sad bar, and I, I'm glad Dax is on here because I wanted to say this, you know, I've just spent years being mad at other cities, Pittsburgh in particular, and you know how I've kind of turned that around the last couple of months. About last year and a half after, like, the toronto Embiid thing is kind of where I was like, why am I mad at Toronto? Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> It's not Toronto's fault that, and you and I, Paul, discussed that Embiid did everything but punch him in the face to stop the shot. Like, there was nothing... I'm, I'm done being mad at other cities. Tampa Bay, enjoy this because it's going to be rare <laughs> unless you're Boston.
2: Well, that's, that's just it. If you don't I like know, it... I know, it's
0: Tampa Bay now. If, if you
2: Bay. don't like it, beat them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's my thing. Somebody's so cool. Hey, Flyers. Hey, Comcast. That's it. Uh, the last discussion I'll bring up before uh, Dax's three questions. Uh, is uh, an unfortunate... And let me preface this by saying I understand legally they could do this. Uh, That doesn't mean that I can't call them scumbag coward assholes. The Chicago Blackhawks added another pile of poo to the poo pile. That is the... I don't even know what to call it anymore. The, the the sexual assault that happened within the team. Period. And the team. How did it go, Paul? Do you remember the... the
1: the, the I can't they, word it. Were they basically... I don't remember exactly. Were they asking, saying that, you know what, we're not going to do anything until everybody else does what they're going to do or something like no,
0: that? No, no, there, there isn't. No, no, no. There's another pile of crap on top of that. There's so many piles of crap. Yes, it's a lot of crap, guys. Like I know it's like and for those who are saying, well, what do you care, Philly fan? What if it was the Flyers? I'm like if it was the Flyers, I'd be three times harder on them. Cuz that's my team. I'd be harder on them. Let me get the article here, guys. The Black <laughs> When I read it, I get so mad. The Blackhawks file motion to dismiss lawsuit from a Michigan high schooler assaulted by Bradley Aldrich. And in the lawsuit, it stated that they were not inclined nor responsible to warn or tell anybody of what happened within the team, uh, which negates them giving him a letter of recommendation or something. (laughs) Like they're saying, we didn't write that letter of recommendation. They have the letter of recommendation. That's why they hired him. So not only are they saying, not our problem, it's our problem. My hands are washed for this problem. They were like, no, he's great. You take him. They're filing a lawsuit against that that high schooler to say, not our problem. It's yours. Wow. But
2: not my job defense. Nice.
1: And like you said, legally, I think they're correct.
0: Sure, legally they can do it. I and and those who saw me tweeting about it, not debating its legality. I am debating that. I am debating that they're shitty people. <laughs> that, that I'm that a pretty confident in saying that that's kind of shitty, kind of sarcastically. I, I don't know, Paul. What do you make? You deal with this kind of crap.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's more of a human resources issue. <laughs> yeah. uh, um Well, in privacy, unless you're obligated or ordered to register as a sex offender, I don't think. I think if the Blackhawks would have said something, they they would be doing something illegal. Actually. Wow. Or, uh, is it right? No. 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 I no think, but I think I it. think they should cut. People like that should come with a warning.
0: Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That's- <laughs> the like fact,
2: well, the fact that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Paul.
1: No, that's okay. I was just saying I was going to make a bad joke, but make the bad joke. But it's our last show. The you they think? should they should come with a warning, you know, like a pack of cigarettes says, uh, "This may cause cancer." Or, you know, yeah. should wear it on all their clothes.
0: This, warning: you know, This douchebag sexually this guy, assaults this kids. Guy,
1: this guy may fondle
0: your children or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not really a joke. That's actually a very good commentary on the situation. Um, I just. Uh, billionaire owners man and and their morass of legal loopholes that they can get through look at Bill Cosby look at all of that all of that for nothing what did you say Kelly and I brought it up the roaches live the longest no yes you did you told me that you said did the roaches uh, said roaches live the longest
1: uh, definitely
0: yeah definitely you're lying. But, uh, I wish
2: it wasn't true.
0: No, I wish it was not true. Um, and the reason
2: the reason that the Blackhawks are, are out of this in legal terms is that they didn't report it to the police. If it had been a public record, hopefully, with everything in, in me, hopefully this could have been avoided. Right, something would have happened had, back... He would have had a police record, and there's right. no way, at least I hope, there's no way a high school would Hire someone with a, with right. a police
1: record. Exactly.
2: Well, since I have a happy thing we could end on.
0: Well, I was going to say I have the happy questions because he's throwing questions your way too, Kelly. But what's your happy thing?
2: I just wanted to congratulate the Fort Wayne Comets who won the 2021 Kelly Cup Championship.
0: Um, Speaking of a series, by winning
2: three games, which was weird. <laughs> But it's been a weird season. So, um, yeah, so they, they won uh, in front of a capacity crowd in Fort Wayne, which is a great arena. I've actually been to. <laughs> um, and it's the first time that they, uh, they made it to the finals in the ECHL, the championship in the ECHL. But the team itself has won 10 championships. In its 69 seasons of existence across the ECHL, Central Hockey League, United Hockey League, and International Hockey
1: League. Have they won in all four leagues? Yep. The only league they haven't
2: been in is the A.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And that United Hockey League was four different things while they were in it. So (laughs) same league, but it had different names. But I yeah I was um, it, it was Fort Wayne versus uh, South Carolina in the final. Apparently it was a best of three. Um, and uh, was not really close? Was it? It's weird because I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the the score for the different games. Fort Wayne played three home games out of the four. Or no, maybe that's just two one. Oh never mind, I'm completely wrong. So South Carolina had home ice. Yes. They started in South Carolina and then they went to Fort Wayne. Okay. Got it. Never mind. I was confused by text. I'm pleading the fifth on that one.
0: <laughs> nope. It's all on the show.
2: But uh, yeah. So congratulations. Comments.
0: Boo. <laughs> oh.
2: I don't even know who they're affiliated with.
0: Boo. I don't know. the The Royals <laughs> didn't even play, so I have no. I have no uh, car in this race.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. But like I said, it's been a weird season. <laughs>
0: been a long year um with that being said let's let's uh, our final episode we got three questions well they're not exactly three but we have questions from uh uh our loyal listener and good friend of mine dax on twitch angela slate philly well (laughs) fit uh paul i know the bruins have been linked with uh oliver ekman larson last year Some Flyers fans want him too. Now, Dan knows, I think, highly of him, but I don't think he's worth his contract. Do you see the Bruins trying to get him or keeping someone like Taylor Hall?
1: I I think uh, from what I've heard while Taylor Hall came over, he was a fantastic fit on this team, and he has said that he would like to come back, and the Bruins have said they want him back. So I I think re-signing, they've got a bunch of unrestricted free agents who I think will be their priority, and uh, I'm talking David Krejci, Taylor Hall, Charlie McAvoy. I don't know if Charlie, I don't know if McAvoy is an unrestricted free agent, but getting him long term will be big. Tuca Rask is an unrestricted free agent.
0: Ooh.
1: And that's gonna be interesting because he is out till December, January with his hip injury.
0: Well, that was he was saying you and I are probably on the same page thinking that the Bruins will try to resign him. They'd be idiots not to given... Ludar and Halak aren't exactly world beaters, albeit reliable. Do you think he will stay? Do you think that the S will hit the S um, that happened in the bubble will affect that? Is what he was trying to say. N-
1: no, I think the the team itself doesn't care about what happened in the bubble. It that and that's been we've talked. That's about all that the fans, dude. That, and that's only a segment of the fans. That's not all the fans. Yeah, no, no, it was
0: like twenty people on Twitter with a lot of accounts, so it seemed like a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um,
1: where was I going? Oh, uh, don't expect Halak to be back. I think he's gone. Now, the question will be, will they sign someone to be a veteran presence, or will they go with the two rookies for half the season? Will they go with Swayman and Bledar for half the season until Rask comes back? So I think they're going to try to sign Rask at a team-friendly kind of deal. Rask has said he's not going to play anywhere except Boston. So will they be able to come to terms on on money? I think so. And uh, so the question is, will they bring in another veteran while Swayman and and Vladar percolate. Vladar kind of got passed by, which is really sad because he was playing pretty well. I don't. I think at best he's a backup. He's a number two goalie. But uh, watching him in Providence over those years, he really has come along. He'll, he'll be a solid guy. So we'll it and Vladar. Do you want to go with a, a contending team? Do you want to go two rookie goalies? I don't know. It'll be, <laughs> see what they do. uh,
0: for Kelly, this is from Dax to Kelly just a sequel from with Justin and Kelly. Was that what it was called? Sure. Whatever. I know I've asked you about uh, Vanace- uh check before, but what do you think of the cat's future in goal? Do they split Vanachek and Samsonov's Samsonov starts down the middle, or do they try to trade one of them and get an older guy to back up? Truthfully, I think it's a great spot for them to be in goalie wise. And let me add to his question. Do not forget about the Lundquist um, factor. And where he'll be? That's your first question, Kill.
2: Yeah, um, from the the very little I know about the inner working of the Caps, um, the thought process there seems to be that uh, Vanek will probably be exposed for the expansion draft. That they have, they're putting their money behind Samsonov, uh, despite <laughs> two seasons sp- of two seasons of bad decisions. <laughs> um he's seen as the the goaltender which you know with the much higher ceiling and you know when he when he plays you can see that he's he's gonna be the number one if he ever gets it all together that's kind of the the question there um yeah because i mean before uh the the issue with lundquist happened that was what they were doing it was going to be samsonov and lundquist as the backup. And Vanacek was going to be in Hershey. I, I, I honestly think uh, Copley was probably number three on the Caps depth chart. It just kind of worked out that uh, when the thing with Lundquist happened, Vanichek kind of proved him that so he had uh, a good training camp and stuff like that. he got the shot and he just ran with it. And I was so happy for him because I've watched him. In Hershey for gosh six seven years the, the kid's been in the system and he'd never played in a, a regular season game for the Caps. Um, he's he's just been a you know a hard worker down in Hershey. He's had great seasons in Hershey and he just never ever uh, got the opportunity to actually play in the NHL. So that was the one thing that was kind of keeping me interested in the Caps this season. I was really rooting for him and and I thought he did fantastic. He got played into the ground because he was really well he played really well and they're just we didn't have other options because samsonov had went on covid thing almost immediately he like played two games and then uh went, went, was out suspended for the covid thing so they didn't have a lot of options. I mean, they, they had Craig Anderson, who they signed kind of as Lundquist's replacement as the veteran presence, but he was he hadn't played in two years at that point. So they they played the heck out of uh, Vanishek. And I thought he did fantastic until clearly he was just exhausted because he'd been splitting starts in Hershey with Copley for two years, basically. They basically split it down the middle. So he just hadn't had that amount of work um, and certainly not at the NHL level, obviously. So yeah I I I think he'll he'll probably be exposed unfortunately and I will I'll follow him if he goes to Seattle I I, I probably will follow Seattle uh, quite a bit just to to root him on um uh, cuz I really I really like him he just seems to be a really good kid and yeah. uh, I think my favorite moment this year was he I forget who it was who had a breakaway on him or maybe even a penalty shot but he he got deeked out of his jock in the crease and the guy shot the puck and it hit the post and he wasted no time in turning around and thanking the post profusely <laughs> for blocking the <laughs> shot and that just kind of sums up Ben in my book he's just that kind of he's kind of that goofball goalie that um I can't help but uh root for. <laughs> uh Greg Cott,
0: our friend Gregory Cotch is here taking a break from the MLB all-star game since this is apparently the last ever obey the Puck podcast. It is. Um, I will reiterate if you hang on after we're done recording, I will reiterate live for you in the chat uh, what the deal is uh, going forward. Uh, number two for Kelly. And there is a third one coming for Paul, by the way, the cats playoff off front. Where exactly do they go from here to me? They haven't really done much to move the needle and massively overpaid for mantha. Did they? And it's been a first round exit, first round exit after letting the Eggman go. So, what are your?
2: Um, yeah, the Eggman. <laughs> they are, um, they are old and they are slow, <laughs> um, and that seems to be the way that they are. Uh, the the GM has decided that that's the way that they can win by being a, a big, heavy, physical team. You know, make it to the playoffs and then just beat other teams into submission. I don't think that works going forward, but that seems to be what they're what they're doing. Uh, the trade the trade for Manthas kind of um unfortunately Vrana uh, apparently was just in the doghouse with uh um who the heck's the coach now? Laviolette. Yeah, the old Flyers coach. <laughs> uh he apparently didn't like Vrana, uh, you know, a really young, offensively talented player um defensively not so great but uh yeah so he was uh, put on the trade block and and detroit got him and i i just wish him well in detroit i think he'll do fantastic there um mantha seems fine he's he's you know he's bigger um i don't know if he scores at the same rate or whatever i'm not really that invested in him but uh yeah they just seem to be they're they're determined to to win through physicality or something i don't know <laughs> uh the the compressed season just wore them down yeah huge um going into the playoffs i i mean i think i i was telling dan two months out i was like this team's not doing anything in the playoffs it was clear they were gonna And i was it. like no it's fine i was like <laughs> they had just physically worn out i i think four of their top six were injured and and significantly so going into the playoffs and then the goalie situation was a mess and the defense hasn't been good enough to bail them out (laughs) for quite some time now. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. The expansion draft might clear up some questions,
0: but here, here, let me throw this one in there. His third question. Do you think the uh, caps try to get trots back if the odds were stupid enough to get rid of them?
2: I doubt that.
0: Mm.
2: I don't think it, it wasn't like an ugly split, but it wasn't uh, kind of. It, it wasn't on the best of terms, so I, I don't think so. And that would be admitting that would be admitting an, a mistake, and we all know how much uh, organizations love to just admit the. Leoneses is
0: perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no uh, problem with Leoneses. <laughs> no, no, no. At least the list
0: of their issues. Now I. Agree. It's funny. Yeah.
2: It, it's so funny to me to to read some caps fans now. Um, they're just people complaining about that they're they're not uh, they didn't have another run and they i'm like you 2018 they finally they finally won a cup what brings you joy in this world <laughs> kelly it's the same with
0: eagles fans it's like 2018 <laughs> they finally won the super bowl and paulo know not only did they win the super bowl they beat tom brady they beat tom brady and people are still Yeah, I
1: I don't um, understand why some people watch sports, because it seems like it just makes them miserable.
2: Yeah, I I just I'm good. (laughs) You're not going to win
1: every game, but enjoy the game.
2: Yeah, they're not going to win every game. They're not. They're certainly not going to win every championship. They might not win another round for 10, 15 years. I'm okay with that.
0: (laughs) Oh, Uh, you know, I mean, I'll root
2: for them and I'll be disappointed if if they can't pull it together at some point in the future, at least make it to the second round like they used to. But like it's it's like the (laughs) Phillies
0: for me, Kel. Like I'm mad that our owner is a two point one billionaire and is uh, uh, claiming poverty. I'm mad that uh, half the team won't get vaccinated and they're affecting the guy that has medical issues because they don't care. Uh, We're a joke. But as far as championship goes it's like I saw one I, Can I get the fill, can I get the Sixers and the Flyers please before I die That's all yeah, I, I You're good It's I don't just don't be embarrassing like you are now mother f- <laughs> Uh yeah. Paul go ahead Kelly I'm sorry I didn't mean to... No that's that's it go ahead. Paul your third question what do you think the Bruins can do to try to make another finals run Who cares Sorry. uh I def- being so old. Be so yeah, I was gonna old. say, getting you- older.
2: Can you play uh, Bergeron and Marchand 60 minutes a game? Because that'll <laughs> take care of it. <laughs> well,
1: all right, real, real quick. The Bruins this year and last year and every year seem to turn into the same thing in the playoffs. They turn into a one-line team. And it, no matter who the cast of characters are, yeah. they turn into a one-line team that the Bruins seem to be built around. Let's hope that our goalie gets super hot. And that way we can make a cup run. Think about their theory. They've had three long cup runs in the last decade. 2011, where Tim Thomas probably had the best playoffs of any goalie in the history of ice. Um, You're not Tim Thomas. That's Tim Thomas. And then uh, 2013, Tuca Rask was unbelievable in playoffs. You know, they yeah. came up short, but he carried that team. And in 2019, without Tuca Rask being a—you uh, know Tim Thomas 2.0, they're not making it to the finals and they came one game short. So that seems to have been the Bruins formula for decades, but going back to when Harry Cinder ran the team, let's (laughs) build, build a good team, a contending team and hope our goalie gets hot. And it never happened until, you know, the past decade, really.
0: By the way, before my three questions, I would like to shout out uh, our friend, I believe is in the room based on his screen name. Uh, Claude. Hello, sir. Glad you're here for the last ever Obey the Puck. That was the other
2: reason I was rooting for the Habs.
0: uh, I wasn't rooting for the Habs for any other reason than I just wanted to see Tampa Bay sad. (laughs) That's all. I like other people's misery. I was rooting for the Habs. Yeah, well, you were rooting for the Habs for the same reason I was. (laughs) I was not rooting for the Habs. Oh, yeah. You weren't.
1: Never mind. It's like rooting for the Yankees or the Republican Party. (laughs) I didn't
0: going to move on because uh, <laughs> it's time for my three questions for the Patriots, right? <laughs> I yeah, that's never happening. Oh well, yeah, it is. Claude he said hello. Uh, <laughs> Super Frog ninety, so I knew it was him. Super Frog, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, born and raised, baby. Uh, do you think uh, so? These are for me. Do you think it'll ever get any better? I feel like you and I both know for years that you need to start poor people. This is about the Flyers, obviously. Uh, I, will, I will answer this without going on a rant and just simply say this. And just reiterate what I've already said. The last 30 or 40 years of the same cycle over and over again hasn't wielded any results. You doing it now in 2021 is not going to fix that. I like Ian Le Perrier very much. Don't don't need him as a coach. And the fact that they were like you are now the head coach is the Phantoms. That remains to be seen. I, I I don't see that working out. Hope it does. But uh the track record with the Flyers is uh you know what it ha- it worked once. You know what it worked? Billy Barber was the coach of the Phantoms when they won their first cup. You know what hasn't worked since? cycling, the same players over and over and over again, the same coaching staff over and over and over again, doesn't work. Uh, so until that changes, no. Uh, and I didn't pay attention to a word Chuck Fletcher said today uh, because press conferences no longer are useful to me. I have evolved on the, uh, the need for, and as far as Comcast selling, unless they see a profit issue, no. Do you think it's time for us to enter a rebuild, or is that time coming, Kelly? You have a—I'll uh, let you answer this about the Flyers because you put it more eloquently you have in the past, and I'd like to do it again. Where you—you you basically the Flyers never ever have really truly rebuilt.
2: Yeah, they don't. They don't rebuild. The Flyers have always apparently thought that they were two players away from the cup or something. They just never have torn it all down and and rebuilt and. Yeah, I I would give that a try. Um I, I don't know. I you've got such a loyal fan base there clearly from you know the last couple of years where it's been really rough on the ice. Um so, you know, tear it down, rebuild, start again. See see if that's a better way to go about it. Um but, you know, that involves the, the office and that seems to be a a big problem. Uh, with the flyers, it just—it's the—it's the same things over and over again. But that—that's been my theory on the flyers for for quite some time.
0: I cosign. Same old, same old, over and over. Start with Kate Smith, work your way forward. If our season goes south again, what happens then? Who takes the fall? Do you reckon a GM coach change will follow that? It's such a weird way to answer this question um, because the other side of that is because we just talked about how the flyers never really truly rebuilt. Is just that you keep switching out GMs and coaching staff. The the same core has done the same thing for 10 years. We've had seven coaches. We had seven. Or is it four? Since 2010, Lavi. I would hope it wasn't seven in ten years. That's crazy. Lavi, Bruby, Lavi, Bruby, Hackstall, Vigneau. Four. Nothing has changed. I, no, you. At this point, you tear up the core. If you have another bad year, if Chuck is so insistent, and understandably, I get it, in keeping this together, filling in one or two pieces, everything that Kelly and I just said was a bad idea, if he really wants to go for it, and he has another bad, bad year, uh, everybody's on the block. Everybody. Everybody. Claude Giroux. Everybody. Claude Giroux wants to play here forever. I'm happy for him. I would love for him to play here forever. I would love to stop doing the first round exit and then out of the playoffs, first round exit, out of the playoffs, first round exit, out of the playoffs. I I would love to break that cycle. Any day now, boys, I'm not getting any younger, and neither are you. And now three questions for all of us. Uh, Toronto, what, what now for them? They still can't win a playoff series. What do you guys think it will take for them to break the drought? I'll go to Kelly for this Toronto one. Uh, because you watch uh, and invest in the team through Steve Dangle.
2: Um, puck luck. <laughs> um, they, they definitely, I, I've seen it uh, up close and personal. They're they're definitely in their own heads when they, when they get a lead in a series. Um, they've just got to win. And they'll figure it out. They will. the The players will figure it out. Um, they're they're really really talented. Um, the the defense is much better than it's been. It's clearly, they're the best defense they've had in a decade, which isn't saying a huge amount, but it, you know they they actually have a defense there, and they seem to have found a goal a goaltender that they really like. Um, see how that works in the regular season, and then hopefully the next playoffs for them if they make it again. But um they they will figure it out on the ice, or they won't, but I, I think they will. There's a lot of talent there. and um, losing's a great teacher because you'll you'll figure it out. you'll see who's who's willing to uh, who wants to win and, and who doesn't.
0: set for the flyers, apparently. I think it was Aerosmith
1: who said sometimes you gotta lose to know how to win.
0: There you go. Which they've they're, done they're, many they're,
1: times. They're close. They're close. They don't need to blow it up. They maybe a tweak here and there, but we'll
0: I keep, unfortunately keep I think they're closer than we all realize. Yeah, I say they unfortunately did. for me, but I don't care. Yeah, like that, like Kelly said, they're they're close. Uh, they remind me of the Red Sox in
1: the early two thousands when they came close and close and close, but they couldn't. Some they, there was like that mental block. The curse was in their heads, and then they finally broke through, and it was all over. There was they had yeah, it I, done after that.
2: Yeah, when you see, when those, te- um, you know, personal thing, when the Caps beat the Penguins, it was just like, the,
0: I, the don't, know, I don't know if
2: you can stop this team. And they they destroyed Tampa in the last two games of that champion, the, the Eastern Conference Championship to get to the finals. There And that Tampa, that's pretty much the same Tampa team. Uh, they they won the first two games in Tampa, lost three, and every Caps fan went, "Oh my God, no, this can't be happening again." And then they shut out Tampa Bay in Game Six and Seven, and it was just like, "Holy crap, who is this Caps team? What? I don't understand what I'm seeing." Um, it's sometimes it, it just it just happens, and there's no like, I don't I don't think there's like a there's a player move or something like it. Just
0: it's all Vetchkin's fault, Kelly.
2: Those players figure it out and and they they make it happen. They they just they they get over the hump. They get a a puck bounce that they've never gotten before, and it they actually smack it into the net and, and win an overtime game for once. <laughs> it, it's weird the way it happens.
0: I'll go to Paul first for this one. Because he loves them so much. Montreal, legit or just caught fire at the right time? Uh, Not legit.
1: Good run. Uh, Great goalie who got hot. Um, There were some players on that team that impressed me. I'd love to have some of their... You know uh, who didn't? Eric Gustafson. (laughs) uh, Josh Anderson, who I couldn't stand. He he had a great run. He had a great playoffs.
0: By the way, Claude, I'm not making fun of the team. I just was making fun of Eric Gustafson because everybody in Philly was like... Good Paul. Sorry. So
1: yeah, I don't expect to see them making another deep run, but hey, enjoy what they did this year.
2: Kelly, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, right team, right time, uh, and that's that's what it takes. I always remember my dad. My dad loved uh, football, and he would watch every every um you know NFL game and stuff like that, and go. And he loved he loved to bet. So. Uh, you know, going into the playoffs was like his favorite time of year, and he he rooted for the the Giants and the Jets because he's a New York boy, but like he was never tied to them. like he never was convinced that they were always the team that was gonna win. And he always said to me, "You need to be healthy, you need to be lucky, and you need to be playing good at the right time. And I, I think that applies to pretty much every sport going Absolutely. into into the playoffs. Health is such a big thing. When you've got your team, and, and they've been relatively healthy or you're getting a bunch of pieces back and, and that's really the heart of the team and they get to play together, that can make a massive difference. Um, and I know because what Carrie Price was out most of the end of the regular season and um, uh, Gallagher was out for periods that they, they go and play one AHL game just to try to get their legs under them before the playoffs start. And then they come back and that team just seemed like they seemed energized by having two of their leaders back um you know i know gallagher's amazing playoffs but like he's he's definitely a heart guy for that team
0: you also forget different division they're going to be back in a tougher division again next year yeah uh, dax just pointed like, that out by the way
1: yeah so sometimes it's all about how the road unfolds for you so
0: oh you know, oh
1: claude said that sorry claude said it
0: was yeah. a different division next
1: year i mean they they uh, played a great series against toronto but then the road opened up they played winnipeg
0: Rather play Winnipeg than Edmonton, I'm sure. And then well Vegas. I don't know. That I'm still I'm, that's I'm that's what that gave me, me that, that false hope for Montreal was that Winnipeg series. I was like, all right, maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, team gets on a roll. Yeah, the the fact that the fact that they beat and they beat Vegas was was very impressive. Um so, I, like I said, I I I don't think that they're they're going to become this juggernaut. But that team at that point, they were feeling it. You could see they believed mm-hmm. in themselves. They knew they could do it. Like they weren't I don't they weren't afraid of Vegas. <laughs> and I, I think once they got that that win, um, they didn't win the first game. I think they won the second game in Vegas. Like you could just see it. They're like, we can do this. <laughs> We've got nothing to lose. Vegas was the ones. Who were were nervous, and you could see that as the series went on. They were having a lot that that team having trouble scoring is is an indication that they were definitely feeling feeling the pressure because that's a that's a loaded offensive team, just like Toronto.
0: Third question. I'll simplify it. This from Dex uh, because I'm not answering the Montreal thing. I don't know. Um, I'll simplify it. Where's Jack Eichel going? Um.
1: Minnesota cleared some room today.
0: I, I was going to say, there's teams that have bought a couple players out the last couple of days that I'm watching that I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, every time there's a player that is, is available, I have this false hope. Like, maybe maybe Philly will do something. And then I go, never mind, it's Philly. So, no, they I, can't, I don't. They can't I know they, they literally can't. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Kelly, but they can't get anybody. <laughs> It's different when it's Philly because they don't do anything about anybody. Um,
2: well, they got though, Hayes, right?
0: And now he, what?
2: Well, I mean, but he's he's a great player whatever.
0: No problem. <laughs> no, 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 I have no problem with Hayes. There's been a couple of defensemen that people have been looking at because there yeah, is a he's... glaring issue at defense. There is a <laughs> glaring. Good. So is everyone else in the
2: NHL. Every NHL team feels they're one defenseman away from being really, really good. (laughs) Which is why Seth Jones wasn't going to have to work the rest of his life. Not that he was going to have to. but
0: (laughs) Yeah, where do you think Geichel's going? Where does Dax think he's going? Dax, where do you think he's going? We'll answer that in a second. Uh, Then he asked me about the uh, goalie situation in Philadelphia. First of all, let me say this is the last that obey the puck last hockey centric episode. That'll be uh, on the network. And let's point out to Claude and Greg and everybody else who's tuned in. um, Kelly will be back when it is appropriate to do episodes of stadium journey. When we talk about hockey or jerseys or logos or that related but uh, the hockey podcast has run its course neither three of us would really want to do it anymore because of our general feelings about the league well the nhl and such and uh, so we're gonna uh focus more on bringing this content to stadium journey episodes essentially uh there's a lot more to iron out which everybody at Stadium Journey Stard- Stard- will discuss <clears throat> and um kelly will be back going forward Uh, sometime soon right here on this channel Uh, as far as our goalie situation since it is again the last episode let me just point out there that anybody who's given up on Carter Hart now is a moron you're a moron stop it he's 22 stop it it was a bad COVID year with no defense in front of him stop it stop it with the Carter Hart bullshit yeah, when do goalies generally hit their
2: prime? Late 20s? Yeah. yeah Stop 20, it. 25 is a young man for a goaltender, right?
0: He's a right. baby. <laughs> Stop, and I mean, he's young, not into baby. He's a baby in this league. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Anybody who says that about Carter Hart saying anything along the lines of him being a bust doesn't know what they're talking about. And yes, I do. I've seen the goalie situations in Philly. Stop it. Now, to add to that, Moose, I love Brian Elliott, but I don't think he comes back because what else do you do with Moose? Do you trust him to go to an, uh, another backup, uh, another year to backup? The problem is, is I don't know what the situation and goal for the uh, Phantoms are right now, so I don't know if you go with the Alex line or you keep him down there. Yeah, I don't McIntyre.
2: know. McIntyre McIntyre's had a great season.
0: That's true. McIntyre was having a great season. Try him out as backup.
2: He's young. I don't...
0: <laughs> the Flyers have good. You know, I was just thinking about Cam Talbot. They had a good backup and they did nothing with him. So remember when he was on the Flyers? Yeah, nobody else does either. <laughs> no, no. You get Carter Hart is your guy going forward. You don't run him into the ground, but you're like, dude, this is your job. Do it. We have faith in you. That's the only thing they need to tell him. We have faith in you. We'll do what we can to play well in front of you. And actually do what you can to play well in front of him. Um, So who do you think will be number two? Yeah, Alex, I don't think they go outside the organization. I don't think they're going to sign a goalie. I know they're looking for one. Surprise, everybody. They're looking to draft a goalie. Uh, But this year, I think they're staying within the organization. And that's why they have so many goalies there. Uh, who do you think <laughs> I just read this Dax. This is how Dax worded this question. Who do you think the Seattle crackstalls will take from your teams in the expansion draft? Paul, go. Depends who the Bruins protect, but I'm thinking Matt Grizzlick. Kelly, who are the who are the Capitals are going?
2: Um I it'll break my heart, probably Oshi. <sighs> um, and if Oshi is protected, um, I I think it'll be check.
0: That's right. You mentioned that earlier.
2: Or when Um, uh, I can't even see. That's just I don't know enough about the caps anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, there's uh the Van Re whichever Van dyke like, we have, uh, he's a Trevor. cheap, yeah, he's a cheap young defenseman who for some reason doesn't seem like we're going to protect so that would be that would be my other
0: choice it'd be funny if they both get both rayden reams dice because
2: vegas uh, he would be nate schmidt 2.0 because like, <laughs> well, we, con- we were convinced that vegas was taking grubauer and and mcphee's like oh no i want nate schmidt because i know that guy <laughs>
0: And Nate, uh, speaking of Nate Schmidt, he he doesn't want to be in Vancouver anymore. He wants out.
2: Does yeah, that's
0: the rumor. Well, and just like that, the show is over. Oh, I do want to add. Dax said, "Don't forget Flyers legend Peter Mrazek." Boy, don't, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I still have nightmares about Peter Mrazek and that how fun those games were. But like I said, obey the puck. Will live on in spirit in some expanded universe of the Stadium Journey shows, all part of the HIC Talk Radio Network. If you go to your phone, podcasting app, Spotify, and that's iTunes, Google Pod—it's not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Type in HIC Talk Radio Network and look for the brand new blue and green logo. Logo's changing. Had to remove a logo. See what I did there. So uh look for it there and follow me on Twitter, Dan 83 3 Kelly cannot be found on Twitter. So say goodbye, Kelly. Goodbye. We'll see you down the road. Paul, where can people follow you? I can be found online at
1: Buckman Ri.
0: And yes, we will see each other down the road soon. Uh Paul and I will be on Stadium Journey next week. Kelly will be back on as soon as we talk about, like I said, something hockey or something design jersey logo related. So uh Follow all the accounts we just mentioned to find out that news for Kelly Levy, for Paul Baker and the above average comedian, Dan Kyle Thank you everyone for eight years. We'll see you down the road.
1: Goodbye.